my god. I, mean, I know I, this is part of our preamble. We're gonna get into the shit, but like, what the fuck? Okay, I mean, to be fair, like, it was your decision. Yes, I know, but like, still. Like, I have a lot of bones to pick with this movie on like a lot of you, levels. I have a skeleton to pick with this movie. <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't want to. Okay, get... okay, wait. I need to put a stop on this because we can't talk too much about. Right, this movie exactly. That's. <laughs> So pre-show, um, what's good? Uh, Besties is back. That's good. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, like Besties is honestly like probably my favorite podcast that has McElroy's on it. Like it has superseded my brother, my brother, and me for me. Um, it's not that high for me, but I definitely think it's the most underrated. Definitely, I feel yeah. like more people should be listening to because, like, I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I think Griffin and Justin and Travis are very funny people, but I like to hear Griffin and Justin just like talk about smart shit yeah. every once in a while. And yeah. when they're like talking about like the intricacies of game design and stuff, I'm just like, damn, these guys are smart. Like, you can tell it's their passion, you know. Yeah. And also, like, Russ and Chris are like so funny too. You they know. Are. Um, and then people like, I mean, Nick Robinson is great at all, but it like. I love seeing, you know, more featuring of, like, other Polygon people. Actually, I don't know if Chris still works at Polygon. Chris uh, works at Vox, which is, like, uh, which is, um, or no, The Verge, not Vox, The Verge, which is um, Polygon's, like, parent company. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, tangentially, I guess. Um, Enough enough to work the fact that he's on this podcast again. Definitely. It's just, I mean, it's really fun. Um, you know, I've heard from people, they're like, oh, yeah, I don't trust people. There's some people I don't trust if I don't know them, if they're doing a shows with, show with the McElroys. And I'm like, but they're so good. They're, they're so very good. good. <laughs> it's just, it's fun to listen and, to like, people. And, Russ like, Russ does other stuff with the Polygon stuff that you may have seen. Like, he's, uh, he's done Law Abiding Citizen, which I personally haven't gotten too into, but, like, I can definitely see the appeal. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's not great, but I think it's really fun, you know? Yeah, it's, like, it's, the, ep- the episode they did of uh, Sleeping Dogs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> And he's also done like the like the brief history of stuff. Like they did a brief they did like a brief history of Clue and brief history of uh, Super Mario Brothers two, I think. Uh-huh. Which did you know that that was actually a Japanese game called Doki Doki Panic, but when it came <laughs> to the United States. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag did you know, hashtag gamerfacts. <laughs> Hashtag game theory. Um, <laughs> Stephen after uh, not surviving. Not surviving. <laughs> hashtag did you know? Hashtag Super Mario Brothers two. Hashtag is Sans. <laughs> it's all Sans. Game theory fucking sucks. Toe to tip. That's a Sans. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Let's do this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Good job. Hold on. Audacity just froze on me. It might have crashed. Oh, no. All that good riffing. Lost. Uh, the, the ticker stopped moving. Why do you hate me? Oh. Uh, I got to give it a second to see if it recovers. Okay. Because otherwise we're just going to have to do that whole fucking intro again. That's all right. It'll be more streamlined. Oh, wait. 
Wait. Uh, it worked. Is, is it? Did it record all those things you were talking about? It recorded like it recorded up to me saying "Wait, Audacity froze," and it might have recorded the stuff in between, but I'm not sure. Do you want to start fresh anyway? No, no, no. I think we'll be good. Like the first three minutes are intact, and then there's like a good cut, and we we can cut it from there. Sure. Okay. And then we'll just say. Hey, welcome to Fear Baiting. Yeah. It's your number one, holy shit, what a bad podcast in America. <laughs> like the... Like, I, I want to actually, I want, I honestly, if we had more time this week, I would have errata that we would not do this movie and instead talk about a good movie, because this is Schlocktober material prime. It's like not even Schlocktober, because it's like, it's like not even so bad it's good. Really, I thought, so I, I was laughing my ass off at some of it. That's true. That's true. Um, it was... Like, what was it the kid said at the end before he died? Oh, like, love will prevail or something? Something, something cornball bullshit like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, I, so we watched Charnel House. Okay, first of all... The, char- the Charnel House. The Charnel House. Um, but before we get into that, we talk about horror-related things that are recent. Uh, Universal Harvester came out. Oh, um, is that a horror book? It's kind of. It's got, like, horror elements you know, to I never, it. I never actually read Wolf in White Van. I read part of it. It's literally. It was literally too sad for me to finish. Holy shit. <laughs> so, I, I, I got it for Christmas, like, two years ago, and I just, like, I got, like, a chapter, and I was like, this is pretty good, and I haven't gone back to it since. Like, I love J.D.'s writing style, and I love the premise of the book. Of Wolf and White Van, literally yeah. too sad and depressing for me to finish. Yeah, no, like, I can't, like, I'm having a hard time imagining it. Like, I, got, I can barely get through, like, you know, I, I sometimes, I have, like, Tallahassee in my car, but I can't listen to the entire album on long car drives because I can't see through the tears. <laughs> like, come Tallahassee on. isn't even the saddest album he's ever written. It's not, no, but, like, you get, you get me halfway through game shows touch our lives and I'm just, like, a mess. Oh, my God. Yeah, I I definitely cried during listening to uh, 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 Life of the World to Come, especially. That's actually that's actually one of the that's actually one of the few Mountain Goats albums I've not listened to any of. I mean, if like Tom I haven't listened to that, I haven't listened to the one with the um with like the 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 shell like the seashell on the co- album cover. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? It's got like the uh, the the golden spiral kind of looking thing. I feel like I... What's the song off of it? I don't even know. I'm going to pull up Spotify and find yeah, it. Yeah, right that's now. literally what I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh. It's like... It's really weird and... It's a really weird and esoteric title, but that really doesn't just say anything because that's no, all of the not It's really weird and esoteric. <laughs> you know, like, as opposed, like, to the sunset tree, which is not weird and esoteric whatsoever. Well, yeah. It's fair. God, fucking... Hast thou considered the tetrapod? That fucks me up. Oh, the only one I can see with like a spiral on it is the life of the world to come. Oh, that might be it, actually. The one with all the Bible verses. As you know, what? I'm gonna pull up Spotify and look at what I'm thinking about because because you're, you're probably right. But I thought I always for some reason I thought I saw an album cover of the life of the world to come where it was just like a smoky sky or something. That's heretic pride. Oh. I haven't listened to that one either. <laughs> um, yeah. Life is World to Come. Not all of them are bangers, but the ones that are are so fucking sad. Like. Is, uh, is Universal Harvester going to be your recommendation this week? Uh, 
I actually I'm in between two things, and I can't decide. Like I was like yes, but then also you can't recommend the Adventure Zone again. I'm not going to. I swear to God, I'm not going to. Even though I honestly, I, so I, I I love the Adventure Zone. I've literally stopped listening to it because I cannot handle that kind of high stress, like even fiction right now in my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this week's episode like turned it out for real. Like it was crazy. Anyway, but that's that's. <laughs> We can't. We can't get into that. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. What I mean, I the do. suffering game is kind of horror. I, I, in a sense, it's, in a sense, it's horrifying. But <laughs> um, it's horrifying how no one knows what voguing is. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that for a little bit. I know you. I know you've got an axe to grind about that. Uh, it's just. It's like not the end of the world. But like when I just see people like. Drawing the, the Wonderland elves just like fucking Madonna f- framing their face. And I'm like, you don't, it, it takes five seconds to like, oh, I wonder what voguing looks like instead of just assuming what it looks like. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's not a big deal. But also, it's like, I would have, I, I would love to see like, like a dip. Or even, like you could call it a death drop, and I'd be like, you know, close enough. Like you did it close. Isn't enough. it? What is a death drop? I thought that was like a swing move. A dip is definitely a swing move. Well, it, it, in like ballroom vogue culture, death and a dip is like when you like fall back with your like one leg tucked under you. You've probably seen it before, but in like drag culture, people call it a death drop for some reason. I don't know. Uh huh. Um, Weird. Just, I mean, they're two like cultures that are closely related, so like. Obviously, there's going to be some sharing culturally. There's just terminology that shifted. Anyway, I, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, so we got on like we've got we wound up in drag territory again on this podcast, <laughs> Sorry. which is like like we just wound up in a ter- on action, just like completely on action. We wind up in a territory that I just like fundamentally dislike. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I just like. <laughs> I just find it funny how often we end up here. Yeah, I try. I try not to. Oh, a, it's not horror related usually. Usually. And, and B, like, you don't have, like, it's something that only I am interested in, and you're not, so, like, I try to... Yeah, I, like, yeah, it. I, like, I mean, I don't, like, dislike you for liking it, I just, like, I vehemently dislike drag. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely... drag culture. There's definitely things about drag culture worth critiquing, and, like, Yeah, seriously. and I just, like, I, I really am, like, wary of anyone who's like, oh, I fucking love RuPaul's Drag Race, because it's, like, normally they're just, like... Yeah. No, I mean, I... I, there's definitely a sense of distrust because it's like sorry to sorry to get absolute discourse here. <laughs> no, because it's like, but what aspects of it do you like? Because if you stand for Sharon Needles, like, fuck you. Like, I don't like a. She's like so boring, and b. She's like a huge racist and like trans misogynist and like whatever. I just like I honestly just like some of the names, <laughs> <laughs> like Layuba. That's a fucking cool name. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Never seen a picture. Don't link me a picture because I, I know you're going to watch it after I say that, but cool name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, so, The Charnel House. Yeah, let's get into the movie you watched. Why was it called The Charnel House? Okay, so Charnel House is like a place where like dead bodies are like disposed of. Is it really? Yeah. Because the only other place I've heard Charnel was in fucking Bloodborne, because there's an area called Hemlick Charnel Lane. Yeah, because I was looking up this movie. Let me, like, look up the dictionary definition, because I was, like... Wikipedia doesn't even have an article on this movie. I mean, that's fine. It, like, doesn't deserve it. 
it really um, doesn't. But like, oh my god, this movie came out last year. Um. Yeah. It's. It says that a vault or building where human skeletal remains are stored, which is crazy, but okay. Um, I mean, not really accurate because like. That that didn't happen in this movie. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, the the very like rough plot of this movie is okay. Awful. So, yeah, awful. A but B like um so this guy, um, like opens up an apartment complex in a place that used to be a slaughterhouse, and oh it's haunted. But actually, it's not. There's doppelgangers, and then they he dies. And, uh, <laughs> basically, that's the yeah. movie. <laughs> The there's doppelgangers. Oh my god! When he said that, I lost my fucking mind. Because I was like, like, I, it's just, <laughs> it's just so crazy. Like, oh, is this is supposed to be a twist? But now I'm just more confused. You know, like things don't it's make more absolutely batshit. And the things make less sense. There's just so much because a okay a there's no sense of fear throughout the entire movie because they're living in this fucking futuristic ass. Upper, upper class ass fucking white bullshit like, like apartment complex that's got like voice actors. It has it has like ten floors and six tenants, three of which live together. Yeah, (laughs) and people just die in it, and people don't give a shit. Well, I mean, to be fair, none of them. The only people that don't like all the people that die live alone. Yeah. Oh my god! But like people are like. Oh, I haven't seen so-and-so in, like, literally a week. I wonder where he is. I'm not going to search the apartment for him. I'm just going to think about it for a bit while his body decomposes in the fucking basement. Yeah, he's down there for a week, and he's just, like, got some light rigor mortis. He's dead in the basement for, like, a week, and he's got, like, some light rigor mortis. He just kind of looks a little pallid, you know? Yeah, like, he looks like just, like, a light, like, bath would wake him up or something. Yeah, like, he looks so not dead that, like, the guy who finds him there is like, oh, hey, man, are you okay? Oh, you're dead, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean... Like, okay, one of the things that really bugged me about this movie is how little it used the fact that, like, everything was controlled by electronics in this to create any scariness. Yeah. I mean... Like, there's, like there's, there's a very tiny amount, like... But, like, come on. Like, it would have been so easy to make it, like, a little bit scary, but it's not. Like, not. This, <laughs> There's like, no this, sense of threat. Like, this is, like, a super high-tech building. There's no actual keys or locks. It's all, like, controlled by remote control, and that's how people get in and out of rooms and shit. And it's how people do everything, and it's like... Ugh. It's like, okay, so, like, two people die... Three people die, I guess, but two... two uh, uh, before the end of the movie, two people die. Um... One of them just dies of a heart three attack people, after having, die. like... Three huh? people die. Hmm? Three people die. Yeah, but until the end. Before no, the no, end. no, no. That, that, with the end, then four people die. Who's the... Heart attack, dangling by his feet, drowned in the, sink, drowned in the garbage disposal, and bonked her head. Who's the... Who's the second person who died? The guy who gets... Hot, the, the fucking beefcake who gets, like, his gut slashed out... I don't remember this. You don't remember this? No. I thought, did he, does he die? He dies. He absolutely but, dies. Because Callum Blue like ties him up by his legs on his on his exercise machine and slits his throat like he's in a hostel. Because the last time I remember seeing him was when he was like, um, 
like like taking this guy's daughter away from him because he's like losing his mind. Yeah, and then he loses the ki- the girl. He loses his dog that the girl has in his apartment somehow, and then. The guy shows up, knocks him out, drags him over to his exercise machine. Like, you know, the thing where you, like, dang your, dangle yourself by your legs and do, like, extreme crunches. Uh-huh. And then he hangs him up by that, and then he cuts him open. And then the and then the British guy's girlfriend finds him later, and he's dead. Uh-huh. To you don't remember this at I, all. I watched this at, like, 1 a.m. last night. Um, that's the only scene I think I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a pretty good, like, understanding of everything else that happened. But it doesn't, like, affect anything. No, it doesn't. His death is not... His death is just to show how, like, ruthless the the guy is. Yeah, because, like, the other death is, like, they're they're so stupid. They're so stupid. The other death death is, like, the... Like, you know how in every movie movie and TV show when someone wants to eat, kill someone... When when the writers want someone's death to be accidental, they either A, have a gun go off in the middle of a struggle, or B, have them slam their head against the corner of a table. Uh Uh-huh. Like, that's what happens to her. She gets her hair trapped in the garbage disposal because she's drinking out of the sink. Do you not drink out of the sink? I, I haven't done it in a long time because I just, like, I use my hands or I get a cup, which if, I mean, like, I understand drinking out of, like, a bathroom sink, but in a kitchen sink, like, there oh, are sure, cups yeah, right yeah. there. There's something grosser about a kitchen sink for Oh, absolutely. By a, especially, like, an apartment kitchen. Like, if you're in, like, your own home with, like, a, a purifier attached to your sink, like, okay, fine, yeah, whatever. Yeah, But, like, this is just, like, a, an iron kitchen sink. Her sink looks so clean, though. It like, does. It looks fucking immaculate. <laughs> it look that apartment does not look lived in, which is true because these people like it's they I'm have into, no like, personality the actual, in their like, livelihood. Of this movie. Dead. You know what I mean? So we've got Alex. Uh, do you remember his girlfriend, his wife's <laughs> okay, name? Okay. Let's just call her Jane. And their daughter Mia. No. Now Alex is played by Callum Blue, who some of you may remember from the very good yeah. television show from HBO, Dead Like Me. At least I think it was HBO. Might not have been HBO. I don't remember. But it's a very good show. He was kind of like the hunk of the show. Like he wasn't that good looking, but like he was okay looking. And when the only other person you have to look at is Mandy Patinkin, like you know, beggars really can't be choosers. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah, yeah. he looked pretty good. Like he looked. He looked mm-hmm. handsome, and this was, this was like in two thousand and six, two thousand and five. Say, this uh-huh. movie was filmed ten years later, and he looks like fifty years older. Yeah, like, he looks like he's collecting social security. Yeah, like Luna sent me a picture of him on the show, and I was like, oh, he looks like he could probably pass for like twenty five or thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And, but then, and then in this movie, he looks like about forty five. <laughs> Yeah. So, like a five, like a ten year difference, he did not age very gracefully. No, he did not, and it's like I get it. When you're like a secondary character on a on like a cult television show, you're not really going to be that able to get that many acting credits afterwards. But sure, like, yeah. But like, God, okay. So we've got those three. We've got the bargain bin Ryan Reynolds. We've mm-hmm. got the other girl. Whose name I also don't remember. Blonde woman. Blonde woman, and we've got the guy who looks like shitty Wilford Brimley. Who, yeah, exactly. His... That's what I was 
<laughs> I was pretty sure you mentioned that, but like when I was like watching it later, yeah. and I was like, oh, this Wilf- Wilford Brimley ass looking motherfucker, you know? Well, his name sounded like, it didn't sound like Wilford Brimley, no. but it sounded like the exact same kind of made up bullshit that Wilford Brimley sounds like. Yeah. Because Wilford Brimley sounds like a made up fucking name. Yeah, he looks I'm going to look it up real quick on IMDb. You keep talking about, like, what happens in the plot. Oh, by the way, I also want to mention the, uh, they have, like, a logo for the, for the, the apartment complex, and it's, the logo has the exact same font. It's the American Horror Story font. It's, like, so on the nose, and I'm It's, like, it's literally the American Horror Story font. <laughs> I, like, saw it, I was like, oh, okay. I see, like, we're, like, I mean, I wouldn't stay anywhere that, like, use the American Horror Story font. Not out of not out of fear, but just out of like these guys don't have any much good taste. Yeah. I mean, it's a fine looking font or whatever, but it's not something you want to attach to your fucking like, like high class apartment complex. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, there's the I think the I think the wife's name was Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte, which I don't think we ever hear. We probably do like once. Hey, remember that guy that you said looked familiar, and it turned out he was in Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. Remember how little he showed up in this movie? He showed up in one scene. He's the number two acting credit on IMDb. It's probably because he was in Stranger Things, and they're like, "Hey, look at this person you might recognize. Please watch our movie." Yeah. Uh, let me find the guy's name. Um, his name was the uh, the actor's name is Neil Thackaberry. <laughs> That's a fake-ass name if I ever heard one. Yeah, he played Blaine Cornish. That's also a fake-ass name. <laughs> yeah. Neil Thackaberry. That's such a good name, though. <laughs> Thackaberry? Yeah. Like, that's one of the names, just like, you hear that name and you're like, man, I want this guy to play a really weird bit part in my movie. Yeah. The plot is like, there's not really any plot. And not really. Like, it opens with this guy... Like, in the clock tower. Yeah, and he, like, dives out of the clock tower holding his son in hand. And then the next shot, his son is just, like, in the clock tower still. And his hands, and the dad's hands are empty. Yeah, and then he's dead. Yeah. I I have to mention, and then, like, he's, like, haunting, but not actually haunting, I guess, the apartment complex later, because that's what happens. There's a The really... kid is, not the dad, the kid is. Yeah, the kid is, yeah. Um... There's a weird, like, anti-meat industry tone through this entire Yeah, movie. really weird. Because, like, like, the thing is, like, the, the apartment complex was built on a slaughterhouse. Yeah. And, like, there, it's, it's, it's... Neil it's Thackaberry like, gets killed like a cow would in a slaughterhouse. <laughs> um, well, no, he, he gets, like, it, that, that pantomime's happening, and then he d- just dies of a heart attack. Yeah, like, it's just... It's, I don't know, like, it's, it's, he, he, he has, like, visions of being, yeah, in a slaughterhouse, and then he just, like, 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 anticlimactically just, like, has a heart attack while he's trying to take his, like, heart attack medication. Yeah, and he just dies. And just dies, and I'm like, okay. Very unceremoniously. <laughs> it's, it's, and, like, but it's, like, never addressed directly or within dialogue or within, like, narrative elements. It's just, like, here's these pictures of, like, here's the stock footage I could afford of, like, like cows and, like, sheep. And, like, there's, like, elements of, like, slaughterhouse things. But yeah. It's, but it's not, it's not, like, the, at first I thought, wait, is it actually, like, dead cows? That are haunting this apartment complex. Yeah, because that's like that's I, not explained at all. Yeah, it's, it's like, and then and then it becomes like 
It's because we hear, like, ghostly mooing noises. Um, that happens, yep. Uh, and, and I'm like, what the fuck? But it's just this the soul of this kid. And I'm... But, like, half of the soul of this kid. And yeah, like... <laughs> And this movie wants us to make so many logical leaps, but none of them connect. And I'm just like scrabbling at this, like the cliffside, and that after it makes wants me to make this leap, and I'm like, but it wants me to jump again to make this other like connection that there's no, nothing to support, and I'm just losing my mind. And it's uh, like so, sh- it's so bad, Luna. Yeah, it's it's, so it's absolute garbage. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I, I just, I just did some, like, IMDb, and I'm not, like, I don't want to put this kid on blast, the, the, the kid who played the little girl, but, like, because, like, I, I don't want to be too harsh on the kid, but, like, you, you, you when you've seen Stranger Things, you kind of have, like, I guess you kind of get spoiled on child acting, because neither of the children acting in this movie are very good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid's been in a lot of, uh, religious movies. Uh-huh. Such as God Bless the Broken Road and Do You Believe? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh-huh. Oh, she was she was also in 30 Nights of Paranormal Activity with the devil inside the girl with the dragon tattoo. That's so shitty. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> um there's this 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 thing that frustrates me so much about child actors is that there's genuinely good child actors out there and they're I mean they might be hard to find, but they can't be too hard to find because people are hiring them and things. Yeah. But people would rather just like, and eh, nobody's going to care about the child actor. Let's just the child actor is the most important part of this movie. Yeah, they're like, eh, let's just get some kid that's cute, um, who whose parents they want to exploit, like you know, who whose parents want to exploit them for like money yeah. or whatever. It's like so stupid, and like I just like it's. It's it kind of frustrating because people just think child actors are bad. That's not true. There's just bad child actors, just the same as there's bad adult actors. You know, some yeah, people like are just Andy not Favreau. meant to act. <laughs> it's like so frustrating. Who was in like, this movie? Oh my god, the the fucking heartthrob is his name is Andy Favreau. He is I confirmed it. He is John Favreau's brother. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck this movie. Yeah. It's, this movie is so bad. And then the, there's like the 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 girl child actor is bad, but she's not horrible. The, the boy, boy child, child actor, actor is very is bad. So stiff. His like, name is Alden Tab. He doesn't want to be there, and you can tell. The kid is like eighty percent forehead. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like roast this child, but at the same time, like Blair, I'm gonna link you a picture of like this is this is on his IMDb page. This is not a screen from the movie. This is on his IMDb page. Yeah, because for a while I thought it was just like how his hair was done, because it's like it's a bad scene because it's all like slicked back. It's yeah. also slicked back in this. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll grow into it as he ages. But right now, it's completely unflattering, which is just the thing about childhood, which is why, like, child actors, it's, like, just because, like, you, oh, I just need any five-year-old who can, like, spit out lines. Yeah, okay. Um, so this, ha- this, this entire apartment complex is being haunted by something, and it kills the old guy with the heart attack. It, um, it traps the, the young girl... Not the young girl, like the the the, the young woman, and the it, like woman, yeah. she gets her hair stuck on a garbage disposal. Which, like, I mean, aren't garbage disposals like 
really sharp and have a yeah. lot of blades. Yeah, like... I, like, think, I feel like it would cut your hair, not, like, yeah, yank exactly. it in. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's not just, like, tangling your hair. It's, like, supposed to chalk things up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you might get stuck for a second, but you would, like... You're not gonna... Yeah, you're not gonna get, like, a clean cut, but you're not gonna get, like, rooted in there. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Unless there's, like, the child's ghost hand was, like, pulling on it. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then there's that other death scene that you described that I completely missed. Yeah, she pulls her hair out, head out. Yeah, okay, no, the way, the reason that, that that scene happens is because, um, that guy, Andy Favreau, is, like, he's flirting with the, with the blonde woman. Uh-huh. And they almost fuck one night, and then she's like, no, not tonight, I'm too drunk. Which is like, you know, good for you, know your limits. Yeah. Uh, then she dies that night, and the next day... He's like, computer, message, Rachel, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And he's like playing hockey with a sock. It's socky. Yeah, it's socky. I, I wasn't going to say it, but... Someone had to. You know? Someone had to. Someone had um, to. Yeah, he's a hockey player, which is brought up once. <laughs> I don't Quite know why. Dubiously. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and he's like, and she's like, oh, I, and like the, the ghost, I guess, is hacking the machine and he, and it texts him back and it's, and it's like, oh, you drank too much. And he's like, I could bring over some aspirin if you don't have any. And he's like, yeah. And he like smiles to himself. And he's like, yeah, that was slick. Yeah, I guess. And then <laughs> she's like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. Bring Bucky, which is his dog's name, his little tiny Yorkshire Terrier. Oh no, it's named Butch. Butch, uh, I got the BU right. I knew yeah. it had like I knew it was five letters and it started with BU. Mm-hmm. I mean, close enough, you know. Yeah. Um. So he he and now Bucky is over with the young girl, little Mia, whose dad is being weird, and he's he's having a conversation with someone on video. When well, he's in his bed, watching, looking at his television, having a conversation with someone on video, but it turns out he's actually not. Yeah, I mean, we're supposed to like believe that he's like talking to the tv like it's supposed to give that but he totally doesn't look like it a he's like staring just just away from the camera not even at like where the screen would be yeah and like b he's like so flat like not like emoting hardly at all and so you just like know like so when it's like reveals the tv has nothing on it it's like we're supposed the audience is supposed to go like Woo, this, this, this fucking twist. But it's like, I called it, like, as soon as he started talking. Yeah, no. It's so bad. And then, like, we're supposed to believe that, like, the girl is playing, like, catch with the... We see, like, shots of the girl, like, throwing the ball off screen. And then it's getting thrown back. It's getting, like, rolled back to her. And we're supposed to believe it's, like, the dog, I guess. No, I think we're supposed to believe it's actually the, 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 the ghost child or whatever. Oh, you think so? I think so. I mean... I mean, it's obvious that it is. Yeah. But, like, I don't it's know if it's, like, intended intent to be like that. This, in this movie. <laughs> because, like, everything is just so ham-fisted and so obvious. This movie is the, very bad. Except for the unsupported twists that you can't connect anywhere else. The thing about yeah, okay. Twist, so there's there's one more character. There's one more okay. tenant in the building who we didn't okay. talk about. Okay. His name's Devin. Yes. His dad apparently died in this building. He doesn't know why. And he's like been collecting like newspaper clippings that like. The thing is the the the, the events from the start of this movie, like with the with like the the kid dying and the dad diving out the window, uh-huh. that happened in uh, like 
1983 or something. Like, I don't know how bad, I don't know how bad newspaper ages, but, like, my parents have some newspapers of the day that I was born and the day my sister was born, like, 22 years ago. Uh They're still in, like, pretty okay, like, they're not, like, coffee-stained brown. Yeah, well, like, this guy, whoever's, like, doing the props for this movie doesn't know what what newspaper looks like when it fades or what newspaper looks like because there's like there's like newspaper that was obviously printed on like printer paper and not (laughs) newspaper you know and also just like dunked in coffee and i'm like it yellows it doesn't brown it yellows it yellows yes exactly i mean i guess like given enough time like it would brown but like so i think it would just get really yellow because that's how things age you know i mean if you if, if something gets yellow enough it eventually turns brown I mean, I mean, it's kind of fluorescent yellow, but I don't know how. I don't think it would go super. It wouldn't go fluorescent, Blair. Like old things don't get bright. It wouldn't go fluorescent. Okay, okay. It wouldn't wouldn't go as brown as these newspaper clips. Yeah, no, this is like neon brown. Well, I don't know if that's something, but sure. So yeah, Devin's been collecting the the newspaper clippings and he's like doing research and a bunch of shit and he's just like at the end of the movie the the woman whose name I keep forgetting not Rachel the other woman Charlotte 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 goes to him and is like I think my husband is fucked up somehow and that and I think there's like a ghost too because I saw it when I was painting in the attic and I had to bend over all sexy like to pick up fucking a tube of paint or something and then she sees a kid ghost and she's like oh shit Devin you were right yeah. And then he's like, the Germans call it doppelganger. Yeah, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so, like, okay, the way this works is apparently, I mean, this might, uh, I'm going to Google doppelganger real quick, see if this is actually what it is, because I don't want to sound like an idiot. So I've never heard this before. I'm not super familiar with doppelgangers, because it's not something in the horror genre that I think particularly scares me. Yeah. Um, Let's I guess just look like, at the mythology. Yeah, like, it's just, I don't know, it's not something that's ever, like, drawn me Whatever, but like it's just supposed to be like a double that looks just like you, you know. It's not, but the the conceit of this is like, like oh, it, your near death death experience, the soul splits. Yeah, the soul splits into two itself. doppelgangers. And it's like, I'm not saying doppelgangers like this. I don't know how it's pronounced. I'm saying doppelgangers like this because I'm pretty sure it's how he said it in the movie. <laughs> I think he might have just said doppelganger. But, you know, who knows? I mean, is that how... Why is... Why is the... Why is the umlaut over the A? I've always wondered that with doppelganger. Um, just because that's how the Germans do it. Well, yeah, but, like, at the same... So, like, in Germany... If it didn't have the umlaut, would it be doppelganger? I I, I didn't take German in high school, so Well, what the fuck is your problem? Why don't you know anything? (laughs) Look, I was the one who had friends who took German in high school. I wasn't the one who took German in high school. You know what I mean? Hold on. I'm listening to this thing on Wikipedia. Apparently, the way you say it is doppelganger. Yeah. Um, you have to kind of sound like you're slurring your speech. Like, you're a little bit drunk like this Wikipedia did. Like, this Wikipedia <laughs> guy did. It's... It's so stupid. Luna. Yeah. It's so, so the soul split, and apparently back in... 1983, when the dad—I'm just going to call him Tim—when Tim drove out the window, dove out the window with uh, what was this, the kid's name? Ruben, Randy, Rupert, Rupert, <laughs> Randy. That's right, Randy. Yeah, when Tim dove out the window with Randy, it created a split timeline or something. One yeah. where one where Randy died and one where Randy didn't die. Like it's like 
multiverse shit, but also doppelganger shit, but also dumb, stupid bullshit. And, like, (laughs) the thing about twists is that there should be subtle elements leading up to it that you don't realize until you get to the what the the twist is revealed to be that's good yeah, writing yeah this like, is just like oh we're just right we're just stealing all these horror movie tropes and there's no ounce of originality in this movie oh we have to make a twist so it actually feels original and people can be like oh fuck this is so good and apparently give it a 4.4 out of 10 on imdb which is almost a five and that sucks so much because it doesn't even deserve that. <laughs> luna this movie is abysmal. Uh, oh. It's like, like... You can't, like... Oh. It's not technically good, because there's plenty of movies that I think have poor writing and poor characters that look fine. Yes, it's, it's, not, it's not, like, fun either. Like, it's not a Final Destination kind of thing. No. It's just stupid, confusing, and, an, like, kind of irritating, because you can... I called every jump scare, like... 30 seconds before they happened. And not yeah. even just because of the scare chords that came before. before. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a lot of scare chords. It's like, it's like, it's like, oh, they're, <laughs> the, 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 the rattling of the door in the workout area. And I'm like, oh, she's going to open it and there's going to be nobody there. And then All she right, opens Blair, it and Blair. there's nobody there. And Blair. I'm like, holy shit, who could have like guessed, you know? Like, it's not like every other fucking horror movie that's ever existed has done this exact same scare. <laughs> then, there's the so one where the, then there's the one where Devin's in, like, the clock tower, and the door the door does the same rattling, and he opens it, and a fucking broom falls right. out. It's like, you did the same scare twice in your movie. You did it twice, like, 20 minutes apart. <laughs> like, did, 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 the, did the scriptwriter forget? Okay, did Blair. I want I want you to I, I want to do a quick little segment a new segment that I want to try out here. Okay. I want to do highest point lowest point. I want you to give me because I want to get a, I want to hear a little bit of positivity about this movie, just like a tiny bit. Give me one. Give me the best part of this movie, and then give me the worst part of this movie. I'll go so you can give a little bit of time because I've been thinking about this. Okay. I think the best part of this movie is besides the part where it's like an hour and 20 minutes so it's really it's really easy on the time mm-hmm. uh, I actually kind of liked the part where fucking what's his dick Krumenacker died <laughs> the the Wilford Brimley ass fucker oh sure yeah Thack- Thackerberry whatever his shit yeah, 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 yeah. fake ass name yeah, because it actually, like, it was in, it was kind of cool. Like, until he died of a heart attack, I mean. But, like, the part leading up to that was kind of cool and interesting. Because he was, like, getting herded like a cow in a slaughterhouse. So yeah. that was kind of that was kind of cool. Like, okay, so give me your highest point, Blair. Give me a high point. I said I would have appreciated it more if it had anything to do with the plot. Yes, I know, Blair. But, like, I need, I know, there's so little that's good in this movie. I need something. Blair, give me a, an unironic high point for this movie. Like, I am, like, legitimately struggling because, like, the sets were, looked cool, I guess. They were, All right. They were, Got it. They weren't, like, super, like, the most fascinating sets, but it's, like, I didn't really fit with the tone of the movie. But, like, yeah. separated from that, like, they were kind of dope, I guess. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always a big fan of, like, Clock Tower stuff. I think Clock Towers are, like, like, uh, like very obviously, like, because of the the classic horror game franchise, Clock Tower, the, this, the, the idea of a Clock Tower has always been kind of, like, weird and cool and scary and ominous to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
But anyways, so worst part of this movie. What is the bottom of the barrel of this movie? The fact that they had this livestock bullshit going on, and it fit <laughs> nowhere in the movie. Luna! There was, it was just there to make scary mooing noises because the editor had, like, or someone gave the editor this stock mooing noises that we, like, we paid money for this. Like, we have to use it. We have these, like, stock footage of cows... And these stock noises of cows, and we have to use them. I don't care where you put them, but we have to use them. And, like, just desperately trying to tie it into the plot, he, like, the main dad, Alex, touches meat. And we don't know why he touches he punch, meat. He punches meat. He punches meat. He tenderizes meat with his fists. He, he like, he's like... Oonga need to cook steak. Punch, punch, punch. We don't know why. It has nothing to do with what we're supposed to be afraid of. Can we... I just... Like, I don't understand, Luna. I don't understand it. It scares me. Oh, also... (laughs) I love how you're just like... You're like ringing... You're like pulling your hair. You're like, I don't get it. Oh, also... I like the pancakes they were making in that one. Um, I might put, we might put it in the show notes. Uh, just a moment, folks. My Skype literally Ah! closed on me out of nowhere. (laughs) We're going to have to edit this. Uh, Hold on, Blair, I'm coming. Hey. Skype started a fucking update in the middle of our podcast. And it was like, hey, here's what's happening. And we should like, no, fuck you, close Skype. Skype is such a fucking bad program. I'm going to die! <laughs> I want to talk shit. about these pancakes, though. Yeah, okay, did, did, did you stop? Re- you kept recording, right? I kept recording, yeah. Okay, good. Jesus fucking... Skype didn't even give me a warning. Like, hey, 15 minutes, we're going to do this. Be careful. <sighs> like, holy shit, what a broken... How, how was this everyone's go-to instant messenger, voice call, video call, everything from, like, a decade... <laughs> Oh my god. Ah! We might have to try Discord again. Honestly, probably, because Skype is so Oh my god. Bad and it just crashed again. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you there? Hey. How is this it did it again? Like <laughs> And then I don't know if you were calling me from Skype. I was. Yeah, because you told me to go to Discord. I was I was trying whatever. So I closed Skype, but then yeah, good fucking call. Skype is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. So where were we? These fucking pancakes. These fucking fucking batter patty ass looking pancakes. They look like hamburgers. It's like, it's, I saw it, I was like, oh, are they cooking, like, weird-ass chicken burgers? And then she's like, oh, these pancakes are going to be so good. And I'm like, they I said, like, They said it in Spanish for some reason. They're going to be like, mucho bueno. And, like, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's. That's the low point of this movie. Because I got so mad when I saw those pancakes, because I'm like, if you can fit more than, like, two pancakes on a pan, fuck you. 
<laughs> my family has a skillet because we can't cook pancakes in a pan because it's such a bad fucking idea. These are like these are like tiny burnt ass silver dollar pancakes that are like the size of a of a fucking. 50 cent coin. I'm so yeah. angry about these pancakes. Anyways, my <laughs> worst part of the movie. <laughs> oh my god, where to start? Um Oh, I like I really hated the part where Devin watched his dad get stabbed like 30 years in the past cuz they just had that on footage for some reason. Yeah. That was bad. Um Yeah. But worst part probably just has to be Oh, God, there's so much. The doppelganger part. The doppelganger part is absolutely inscrutably awful. It's so stupid. Like, they spend five minutes explaining it, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. I know. It's like, like, you expect me to, like, follow and get invested in a suddenly new plot point? Like, no. To tie up your movie that doesn't make any sense and is not... So, it, like, wants to be a horror movie... But it's, it's like not. It like has the elements to make up a horror movie. But it doesn't do it. But it doesn't. It's so. Do you want to move into final? Oh no, wait, hold on. I don't know what they want to talk about. Okay. You know, I, I love the fact that, that the dog they had in this movie was very obviously like just one of the one of like the cast members' dogs that they just brought to set. Uh huh. Because like they gave giant beefcake Ryan Reynolds looking ass fucker. A tiny Yorkshire Terrier. And they don't play it off as a joke, which would have kind of been funny, honestly. Well, no, they do earlier in the movie because it's like, oh, my ex gave me this dog. And then the the guy from Stranger Things, I think, was like, oh, yeah, he, she's just trying to, like, turn you into a beta cuck male or whatever. <laughs> I forgot about that. I honestly forgot about that. It was so funny. But, like, that um, dog was obviously, like, not, like, a, a, that was dog was just, like, someone's dog. Yeah, no, fully. <sighs> this movie Fuck, is man. fucking cursed because okay hold on I want to just do a quick comparison okay let's just hold on I gotta go on a limb real quick okay just gotta look back <laughs> at our October episodes just so I can uh, do a quick side by side I just wanna do a quick side by side this is just a little game I'm playing now called better or worse uh huh uh huh so this movie hold on Better or worse than Scary Movie 4? Well, I mean, I definitely had less fun watching it than I had fun watching Scary Movie 4, but that might have just been the people I was watching yeah, Scary that's, Movie that's, 4 that's with. that's very fair. Um, I would say, um, I would actually probably say it's better. Very slightly. Very slightly. Better or worse than Jason X? Jason X is way better than this. It's way more interesting than this. Silent... And that's a lot to say about Jason X. Yeah. Silent Hill Revelations 3D, better or worse? Uh, this is worse than that. VHS Viral? This is worse than that. And Scary Movie 3? Uh, I didn't I didn't actually watch that one because I was gone that week. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably, well, probably comparable. Com- <laughs> so equal. Well, comparable, you know. It's, like, just a bunch of, like... This movie is so cursed, it crashed Skype twice. You know, I... It would have been... It would have crossed over to that line of so bad it's good if there was no, like... If there was more of a focus on, like... Wait, wait, wait! We didn't talk about the biggest part of the twist, Blair! 
Oh my god, yeah. We didn't talk about how Alex is Ruben, like, but the separate soul of Ruben that survived being, ch- like, thrown out of the window. And we, they just give us that information and, the, the, uh, like, the, the characters accept it and the audience, audience is expected to accept it. But I'm like, how? No, actually, the wife is like, you've got to be fucking with me. And I was like, yeah, you've got to be fucking with me. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't. I can't follow you here. This movie, boy, this fucking movie. It's like, it, it, but, and then they, they fall out of a window together. And then, and then Alex just absorbs Randy. And then he, and then he dies. He but just before that, dies. But before that, Mia's soul splits. Yes, because, like, there's two, like, we see, like, we see Alex grab Mia and dive out of the clock tower window. And then it, like, fades to black, and then it, Mia comes out of the closet. It's like, Daddy's coming! He's gonna hurt us! And then, at the end of the movie, as Mia is, like, walking away from the building, she looks up the clock tower, and there's a Mia in there. And it's like, whoa! And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, great. <laughs> Thanks. So, like, so stupid. So, wait, okay, I have... A- I'm still so fucking confused with the logistics of the thing because <clears throat> at first I thought, okay, so the reason that the dad at the at the beginning of the movie, the Tim guy, was falling with with no one in hand was because he had abs- the, the chain had continued. That he had like there had been like some weird doppelganger split, and he had absorbed someone too. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case because he grabbed Ruben and jumped out, right? So did that Ruben just like did, so that Tim did die? What happened to the Alex that dove out of the window with Mia? Which reality continues? Which, I'm so fucking angry. Yeah, I need to, but I'm, I'm, I'll be right back. I need to take a fucking walk. <laughs> um, greetings, everyone. Uh, welcome to just me talking to you guys intimately. This movie is kind of historic in the fact that it, it's just like... I. Welcome back to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your favorite horror movie podcast. <laughs> My name's Luna, this is Blair, and we just like to have a good time here. You know, we're just hanging out, two good friends. It's so... FUCKING DUMB! It's so <laughs> bad. Final judgments! Final judgments? I mean... On a scale I... of zero to five... Oh, so we can give it a zero? Yes, we can! On Letterboxd, I will be giving this a half a star because we can't go zero on Letterboxd. Oh, by the way, follow me on Letterboxd and Blair Kitch there. Oh, yeah, I have a Letterboxd, too. Hold on, let me find out what it is. <laughs> uh, what's, what are we doing out of... What's our uh, what's our rating scale this week? Oh, my God. Um, oh, fuck. What's something iconic about this movie? Uh, oh, pan- batter patties. Pancakes? Batter what? patties. Yeah. Yeah, on a scale of zero to five batter patties, how many are you given this? Oh, like a goose egg. Like it's <laughs> just a flat zero? It just, yeah. You're Maybe not wrong. I, You're yeah, it's I, like... I, I, I 1,000% agree. Yeah. It's... Oh, uh, my handle on Letterboxd is Barisan. B-A-R-Y-S-A-N. Cool. You can follow me there. I, I don't update it very often, but I, I, I'm going to I've been go trying to use it because I think it's just good to, like, keep track of everything. Especially that I do a horror movie podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, you watched Spring Breakers recently, huh? Yeah. Gave it it's, three stars? I mean, I like... Three three stars is like, uh, I guess it's okay, and I don't know how to feel about this movie. That's yeah. what three stars means to me. <laughs> you got I, Girl on the Train five stars. I'm, intri- I'm intrigued. Was it that good? I really liked it. 
Um, I think I just, I gave it five stars because I liked it more than I expected to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm just looking on here seeing if there's anything I can, like, rag on you for having seen or given a good rating. Um, mm. I mean, all of the dumb movies I've seen, I've seen because I watched them, like, with you for this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Well, not all of them. You not have fan- all of them. You have Fantastic Beasts on there. <laughs> I do, and I think I gave it a three star. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one of these days I'll write a review for it where I just like get really <clears throat> pissed off at J.K. Rowling. God, I forgot we did Ava's Possessions. Yeah. That movie wasn't good. It was It was a movie. Like, Blair, a- <laughs> is that really all you can say? It was not, it's like, okay, so I give like, so like 2.5 stars is like, it's a movie rating for me, you know, like halfway. It's just a movie. Yeah, like it's completely average. Uh, take less if it's worse or add more if it's better than you're like your average movie. Um, it's just a movie. I mean, it's didn't offend my senses or anything. No. <laughs> okay. So on skills, uh, yeah, so zero out of five fucking zero out of five. batter patties, just absolute garbage. Uh, I want to set up a stream and watch this movie with some people. <laughs> like, I want to stream this at some point in the near future. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like this movie can be enjoyed with, like, a room full of, like, drunk friends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but not alone on not your laptop alone. with Cheetos on your fingers at fucking one in the morning. That's not the context in which you can enjoy this movie. Yeah, okay. Um, so we got a question. We got one question this week. Cool, cool, cool. From Tumblr user, what's up with Mew? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they say, I have never seen this awful looking movie, so I really hope this question is related to the subject matter. Do y'all ever get annoyed at the motivations of ghosts in horror movies? It's a bit silly, but I find myself somewhat annoyed when movies ghost whole deal is, I was a dick when I was alive, and now I'm a murderous dead dick just hanging around. Give me a yeah. ghost that wants to use souls to come back to life or something like that any day. Yeah, it's... Like, ghosts that are just assholes kind of suck. That's exactly what this movie is, because the ghost has, it's not A, not even a ghost, B, no motivation. Zero motivation. No, his motivation is to reconvene with Alex and kill anyone that gets in his way. But people, but the people he kills aren't even- Don't get in his way! way. They don't! It's like, it's like, it's like, you could just, you can justify a scary ass ghost, or you can just have it's like, oh, it's just, or just say it's menacing for no reason. That's fine. But this is a child who has a motivation that has nothing to do with killing the people that he killed. It's like... Luna. Hold on, I just need to give this thing a half star on Charnel House. This movie gave me a fucking aneurysm. That's my my review on uh, Letterboxd. This movie gave my computer malware. (laughs) And crashed Skype twice. Oh my god. Oh, I mean, I really don't like ghosts too much. I think they can be cool, kind of. I like Le- paranormal fears, but that's just my... That's I my mean, favorite. I liked Unfriended. Yeah. That was did, a ghost. You, did, did you really like Unfriended? <laughs> I thought it was fun. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm I, every pretty much every movie we've seen after... Like, I'm just so angry at this fucking movie. Yeah. That, but, like... Anything I watched is like, you know, wasn't that bad. Yeah, I would like watch Krampus again. 
before I watch this. Again. Krampus isn't even the worst movie we've watched. No. By a mile. Yeah. Like, the, like Krampus. Like, if this is obviously the worst movie we've ever seen on this podcast, right? Um. Yeah, I think so. It's. I think it's. I think it. There's. There's probably ones that are at the same level of it. But it's, I, I don't know about that, Blair. I don't think any of movies we've seen has made me this angry at how bad it is. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, okay, I mean, like, we got we got a comment on coherence. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Oh shit! I got Owens. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait. 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 <laughs> Lucas Spoingel commented, "If you read this, you're gay." <laughs> God bless you, Lucas Spoingle. Fuck you, Lucas Spoingle. Uh, I mean, like, as far as, like, movies I wouldn't recommend, I guess, like, Ills was on there. You remember that we watched that movie? I feel like maybe if I watched it again, I would enjoy it more, but I just didn't really find it interesting when I watched it. Yeah, I mean, like, Tamara was pretty bad. Which one? Tamara. Oh, but that's fun bad. Yeah. That's, like, really fun bad. Also, watching that with Sato was, like... Such an iconic... Such a, such a blast from the past. Yeah. Blast from my ass, more like. Oh my god. Bla- um, Blair, Blair. Hmm? We're only like three months out from our one year anniversary of this podcast. That's crazy. That's absolutely fucking bonkers. Like, oh I just want to say a really earnest thank you to everyone who's been listening. Yeah, for real. Like, it really means a lot to us. Like, this is just like some dumb, fun project, but like, the fact that we get like... Honestly, we get, like, 60 or 70 downloads a week, and that makes me so happy. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it was, I, I I don't know, it's like, it's like I just, like, wanted to talk to my friend Luna about, like, that dumb horrors, shit. Yeah. yeah, and it's, like, the fact that, like, people are enjoying this, and, like, I don't know, it's, it, it, it warms my heart, and, like. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you to everyone. Listening, and we'll probably have this conversation again when our actual yet one year hits. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. I, okay, in lieu of a recommendation this week for me, I just want to read this review that I left on the movie Sir Billy. Uh-huh. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> okay, five out of five stars, liked on Letterboxd. This movie makes me sick every time I watch it. The CGI is nauseating, it's vaguely racist, at least 60% of the movie is screaming animals in peril, and there's a character who's always wearing sunglasses, and I fucking guarantee you that if you got the files for this movie and opened his character model in Maya, there would not be eyes, there would not be any eyes behind the sunglasses. I fucking hate this movie, and it makes me angry. Five stars! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (sighs) Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> I, I have another, I have an actual recommendation to make, but I just wanted to read that one off. Okay, okay. Um, shit, what am I going to recommend this week? I actually forgot. I had something. You go, you go. Okay, okay. Um, so, just because we talked about Universal Harvester, I'm not going to recommend that this week. But there is a podcast that I used to listen to, slept on for a while, and now I'm listening to again, and I'm like, oh, it's really fucking funny. Um, stop podcasting. Yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. So so like any the, epi- any any episode of them with any episode of theirs without John Dor is really good. Yeah, just yeah. like just like I love the I love those guys. Skip an if you see the the episode is co-hosted by John Dor, skip it. John Dor yeah. is a fucking 
prick and a shithead who's just like, hey, I'm gonna make some funny, like, sexual assault jokes. <laughs> and, like, you, I mean, <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's a mess. But the co-hosts, the, the two hosts, uh, yes. Graham Clark and Dave Shumka. <laughs> they're so are, like, funny. They're so funny. They're, like, really genuinely charming. I would, uh, it's obviously been going on for eight plus years now. So, like, I would be warier of the stuff that's older, though I've listened to all of it. Um, uh, one of my favorite episodes, honestly, is, I don't remember the episode, let me find the episode number, but um, one of the hosts, I think it was Dave, almost got shot in the fucking head. Yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. that was, um... That was the episode that I actually got back into it on because I was like I listened to it a while like back when it first started and uh-huh. then I fell off around like episode twenty or twenty five uh-huh. and then I got back in because I wanted to hear the episode about the where uh, Dave almost got shot in the head uh-huh. gets shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's I mean it's it's like with such a like uh, I love McElroy podcasts obviously but there's like a really huge saturation of them right now so I feel like it's good to like uh, episode 281 yeah it's good to recommend it's really a, interesting it's it's good to recommend a podcast that doesn't feature them at, yeah. like at all <laughs> um, yeah and it's it's yeah there's just a really good chemistry um they're it's like comedians but like they're usually pretty interesting people you know yeah no it is just it is like it is just like the the ubiquitous podcast format of a, like two guys talking about stuff but they've been doing it for eight years so yeah they never so they're really good had, at like it. a theme so because it was before like podcasts had to have a theme yeah <laughs> yeah uh, um so my recommendation this week is uh, gonna throw this one back because I can't actually think of anything else that I wanted to talk about. Um, Blair, you're gonna hate me for this and you're probably gonna actually just hang up the call if I say this out loud. But, um, I'm gonna recommend From Under the Cork Tree. Oh. By the Fall Out Boy. Boy album. Yeah. Fine. It's a classic. I mean, I was never really that into Fall Out Boy. No, so. me neither, but it's like a good album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, something that I learned, I posted about this on Twitter and I think I probably told you already. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh... The the music video yeah I did tell you about this already but the music video for Thanks for the Memories by Fall Out Boy that mm-hmm. has like the, them being like directed in their music video by a, by a bunch of monkeys like they they use sound effects in that of monkeys and it's just like the monkey sound effects that they use are uh, just the first things that come up when you search monkey sound effects screech on Google. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're being efficient with their time. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck this movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're closer because of this movie. I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we continued to record the podcast even after Skype crashed on us twice. Yeah. And we had to move to a different platform entirely. Oh, man, this is going to be a fun one to edit. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, Jesus so, should we close out the show? We've kind of completely lost the thread of the fact that we're recording a podcast. Yeah, I honestly am just like, I'm like, I'm like ta- doing this conversation, but I'm also like adding movies to my letterbox. <laughs> Luna! We're almost, we're almost done! Okay, so if you want to send us a question, you can hit us up on Facebook, or not Facebook, we don't have a Facebook. No. Gmail uh, at f- fearbaiting at gmail.com, at fearbaiting on Twitter, or fearbaiting.tumblr.com. Um, you can find us on Tumblr. Uh, wait, no. You can find me on Tumblr, Chiesha. Chiesatonakas.tumblr.com and at Chieshadonaka on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Tumblr, uh, bramblepult.tumblr.com or on Twitter at Blair Kitch. And this has been Fear Baiting. Yeah, I'm Blair. I'm Luna. And remember, 
fucking pancakes. No. Those well, I mean, you could put a fucked up pancake anywhere. Yeah, you and... put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>